You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm of Unqualified Opinion and Unwavering Bias. We are... We've got the technology gods eaten out of the palm of our hands. I, in the Sydney suburb of Bellevue Hill, Edward, in the Central West town of Dubbo, the Central West metropolis that is Dubbo, we don't stop. Some people think like, fuck, you guys have earned, you know, just a, just a day off. But that's not our style. No days off, no rest. Sleep when you're dead. Eddie, how are you? Good, mate. Sleep when you're dead, that's right. That's our motto. No quitness. Mm-mm. No quitness. No. Uh, I like that you pointed out that Dubbo's the metropolis. It is. It's booming. It's boom time out here, bro. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's green as green gets. It's fucking delicious. The, the trees are blooming. The flowers are out and about. I haven't seen a heap of animals, but I saw kangaroos last night on the golf course, and they were getting into their work. And, uh, bro, there's fucking, like, buildings going up everywhere. Mum, I was driving. I went for breakfast with mum this morning. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, have a look, go with that apartment building they're putting in. Penthouse sold for a million and a half, Tom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing's like a this thing's like the equivalent of like an inland sea back in the day where it was like a you remember that what was that one? I remember there was one that we like learned about in geography, Chad or somewhere, where there was like this huge inland sea that was like so big that there were like port towns all around it. And then obviously it dried up and now there goes towns. But Dubbo starting to become a bit of an inland sea. That's right, mate. The river, there's no quit in it. It's it just goes all day. So that's what the penthouse looks at, the river. Oh, it's a water views. That. You know what I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? Apologies yeah. to anyone hearing the thunder in the background there as well. I can't control the thunder. Not it's not beyond, yet. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, Eddie, I think I've broken my toe. Really? I think I've broken my toe and What, on the pavement? Panning out, panning out the no, cave. No, I would be more comfortable if that were how it was done. I kicked the fuck out of my dryer. Which, what in anger? No, please. I have I have a lid on my emotions to that oh, degree. Shit. To that degree, I was. It was you know sometimes those things happen when you are maybe at the height of your frustration and like that was the last thing you needed. Like no one ever needs a broken toe. But at certain times in your life, like it's the last thing you need. Yeah, I'm with you. So evening time, witching hours, Zoe crying, Evie pissed off. You know, like mum and dad are getting a little bit frustrated at each other. It's not, you know, it's just the way it is. You get short, you get terse. It's like, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm walking into the kitchen a little hot under the collar, Zoe crying her eyes out on my arm, and I just... Bang, with like all my might, just plow my foot into the corner of the dryer, which is on the ground next to the bin. And just had to, like, I wanted to scream. I was angry, but I was in horrendous pain. And I'm just, but I've got Zoe. And so I'm just standing in the kitchen like, (laughs) just trying to swallow it. And then I'm like walking through the house like, holy shit, dude, please don't be like, I didn't want to look at it straight away. I was like, please Did, don't be like misshapen or fucking compound fracture. You know? Yeah. Imagine if you look down to a compound. Bro. There's your day done. There's your holidays done. Yeah, exactly. So I I just breathed through it and just sort of limped around the living room for the next maybe five minutes. The pain subsided, at least initially. 
And then very quickly the colour in it started to go and now it's purple. And I'm like, you Google like what's a broken toe? And they're kind of just like, is it sore? Is it swollen? Is it purple? Is this? I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of all those things. Good luck. Nothing you can do about it. Deal with it. Is it is it the pinky? No, it's the one in from the pinky. The one in from the pinky. Yeah. Which, Who? walking around, I kind of feel like now I'm realising it almost does zero work. No, it doesn't. It's the laziest toe on the foot, Tom. I've always <laughs> thought that. I've always said it. It it's so lazy. It doesn't even have a fucking name. Like, <laughs> exactly. who are you, bro? Yeah, it's not like, like the what, ring what are you? What, you what the ring toe? No, I don't think so. People no. that wear toes on their rings should be shot, dude. I, I I'm I think you got your words mixed up, but I agree with you 100. percent Rings on toes is one of them. Like, tell me you're a complete fucking freak show without telling me you're yeah. a complete freak show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no. you're an unhinged fucking hippie. I would say that there's a strong correlation between crystals, which we're now into, yes. but crystals and toe rings. And I draw the line at toe rings. I draw the line it's, at toe it rings. Is, it is so firmly fucking drawn in that sand, bro. Yeah. Toe rings are not on. No, if they're not If you're listening to this and you have a toe ring, kindly take it off and throw it away. Yeah, or just chop the toe off because it's been sullied. It has been sullied. You could you could make a strong argument that that toe's been sullied and it's not fit for service anymore. Mm-mm. It's disgraceful. What, and what a disgraceful way to go out as a toe. Yeah, exactly. You've grown up Born your whole into this life. World, the, you know, you've got the world at your feet, literally, and some fuckwit comes along and puts a fucking toe on you. I mean, a ring. And then it's all over, Red Rover. Like, what are we doing? Stop trying to what are we jazz doing? up what are we toes. Doing? Toe, toenail polish on female and all, you know, like I get it. That's cool. Yep. Sure. I get that, but the toe ring, like, what a disgusting addition. Like, that thing's just going to get sweaty and fucking grimy. Yeah. Particularly on men. Like, oh, Jesus bro, Christ, if, if there's a- blokes out there with toe rings, good Lord. You, there should be no att- attention uh, brought to men's feet, men's no. feet, I don't think. No. That's why I have such a problem with uh, Birkenstocks. I'm just like... Feet should be out of sight, out of mind, I yeah. think. Unless you're just doing a thong or a slide, which is far more no, utility like, value. Like it's, the Birkenstock it's not, is you're trying to show off. But I'm not, yeah, but I'm not drawn to the foot. No. I'm not like, oh, that bloke's got thongs on. I don't care yeah. that he's got thongs on. Oh, that bloke's barefoot. I don't care that you're barefoot. It's common. It's commonplace. Whereas the Birkenstock's showing off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's drawing attention it's to itself. It's wanting you to look at it, which That's right. is the problem. That's the problem. That's, That's the, problem. the problem. That's why I have a problem with them. Yeah. That's why, I've had a, that's why I have a problem with them. And that, so, that that rocked the boat. That ruffled some feathers. Our boat stock tape. Well, I hope I hope toe rings don't rock the boat. If toe rings rock the boat, then we're in big fucking trouble. If no, toe rings rock it. the boat, then like we don't know our audience as well as we so, think we do. Which well, and then I've got a problem. Yeah, we're nothing. I'm alike. like, well, who am I? Who am I talking to? I don't even know what. Why do people listen to me? If I don't think that I have my finger on the pulse to at least get a feeling, a strong one around people's opinions of toe rings, then I need to give it up. We need to walk away. We do, and I would. I'd, I'd walk away today. I'd hang up I'd the mic away. and I'd walk away. I would. Away. I'd go, you know what? It is what it is. I'll, I'll go back to marketing. Yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll back, go back, to back to the, the grind. I'll get back on the jackhammer. <laughs> what else can I do? Well, what I think maybe do? maybe we just do one more merch drop before we wind it up. Just, you just know, one. Just one yeah. more. Like and a then closing just, sale. Yeah, exactly. A closing down sale where we just, you know, everything must go. Go, yeah. yeah. Trackies, hats. We get it all, and then we sort of we walk off into the good night. That's if toe rings are cool, and we just you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. she broke. 
and there's nothing broke, I can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah, about right. to go get an X-ray, but I'm comfortable enough in my own skin to mm. say it's broken. You, well, you know your body, Tom. I know my I know my feet. Mm. I know my toes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, that's tough, mate. It's a tough one. It's a tough. What's one. the time? What's the recovery time on a toe? Bro, they're saying that like, you can't even run for a couple of months. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I don't think it's too bad if it is broken. I've broken could, a toe could it be before. Jarred? It could, could it be, be jarred? jarred. It could be jarred. Look, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and lie to the punter and the dribbler. It could be jarred. It could be a strong jarring. Mm. And they occur. Fucking oath they occur. Jarrings can be jarring for a long time. I once jarred my finger in Bathurst and it's never been the same. And I'm not joking. The thing, I remember the night where I was pissed and we were outside of the uh, Towers, which was our college. Mm. I was getting in a tussle, like a friendly little bit of a, you know, joshing around with someone. I believe it might have even been Xander. Shout out to Xander. My finger got caught in the pocket of his jacket. And now, like, you can't tell, Eddie. I don't know if I'm just showing up to camera. Can you see how this little boy is just a little bit more bent out to the side? Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, dude. Not, like- not, a, not, a, not a massive amount. But while we're talking jarred uh, appendages, I once jarred my thumb playing Oztag. I'm not lying to the punter and the dribbler. I reckon it was 14-month, 15-month recovery. <laughs> like every time I bent it, I'm like, oh, that's a bit sore. Mm. It's only just come good. I think sometimes you're better to just snap the thing in half than a jarring. I think sometimes oh, yeah. a jarring is worse. Yeah, yeah. Jarring's all stay with you. Whereas a snap, you go, okay, I've got six weeks here, maybe some surgery if I'm unlucky. But it, mm. once it's done, it's done. You jar the, my finger, I've maybe got that for life. Is a jar your finger holding a grudge? <laughs> it's like, don't forget what you did to me, bro. Yeah, well, because I haven't forgotten. <laughs> and that's why every time you do something even minor, I'm going to remind you of how <laughs> how easy life used to be when your pinky worked. Yeah, or when you thumb. treated me with a bit of respect. When you treated me with respect and you had the full use of opposable thumbs. Now you may as well just be a bipedal fucking, you know, mm. a sheep. Who doesn't have yeah. the use of thumbs, mate? Without your opposable thumbs, what are what do you got? You got hooves. Yeah, you got hooves, and not. And then you're a camel, and then you're a camel in the desert with fuck all to do. Exactly. You're certainly not going to be able to pick up a cup of tea with any comfortability. No, you're not. You're not going to be able to hold a, an ice cold bloke. No. You know exactly what I mean? right. So you know, jarring is up. no joke. Jarring is. So no what are you going to do? You're going to go to the doctor? No, I'm not because I can't. Is it, be what, get a little mini cast put on it. Mate? You can put a splint on it, but I don't know that. that I, that's basically a toe ring. I may as well just get a fucking toe <laughs> ring. <laughs> don't get a splint, bro. No, that's nah. It doesn't actually hurt to walk around. I went to the jungle today to get Santa photos because Steph wants Santa photos with the babies, and I yeah, actually cool. forgot that I even had it. The injury, the jarring, mm. the breaking. We don't know, but I forgot about it until. Like I just, it's more like when I'm twisting and I'm like, oh, okay, can't pivot, can't pivot. Well, it's, again, it's because it's the laziest toe on the foot. Like yeah. the pinky is is like working in overtime, yeah. sort of like keeping your balance. The big toe, obviously, you know, he's the master and commander of the foot, so he's busy boy. One in from big toe is, yeah. I mean, that's meant to just sort of be like the one. I mean, it's obviously like right hand man to the big toe. Yes, but it's and also- in some cases, in some cases, longer. In some well, cases, the longest toe. And they often say an indicator of speed if it's longer than all the other toes. Is that right? That's what I've heard, Eddie. Mine is longer than my big toe, but didn't really yield well, me. Well, you've run a sub-12. I have run a sub-12. 
I wonder if anyone without a second toe bigger than their thing. What's yours? Where's where's yours at? Yeah, mine's about equal. Just maybe you could argue a pinch longer if I flatten it out. That's what I'm saying. If you if you were to like, you know what I mean when you flatten it out. Yeah. Look at that. I think I've yeah. just. He's just. I'm got just. Him I'm, uh, we're very similar. Yeah. We've both run sub twelve, so that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so what does that mean for me? For you? For I? For the punter and the dribbler? Well, I think you just get on with it. Business as usual. You put it out of your mind. Yep. You, you put your head down, bum up, and just get on with it. Yeah. I can't run, though, which is annoying, but I'm thinking maybe I just take to the pool. Maybe I become amphibious. Take to the pool. Take to the pool. Like a dolphin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mammals back to the water. Just get about it. Be about it. Yeah. Supposedly very good for your swimming. You might get a bit of a V going, Tom. Dude, I want a V. Nice That's for a, Steph. Do you nice mean a V is in my body becoming a V, or do you mean like the, the usher muscles? No, well, both. You come from the top down, but yeah. then you've also got the V down to the old boy. That's what I'm looking for, the arrow down yeah. to the dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you've got the arrow down to the dong, I think immediately heads turn. This actually dovetails brilliantly into something I wanted to talk to you about. And it's just about, like, I just want to give a shout-out to the people out there who, like, summer is their season. Where yeah. it's like, because, I mean, I wouldn't particularly say that I am, I have any season. And I don't think everyone has a season, but there are some people. Oh, the people have seasons. Who, like, summer is their season. And I was sitting on the beach in Bondi the other day just watching fucking hot boys and girls walk past me. Not even face hot. I wasn't even looking at that. It was just bodied the fuck up. They were ready. It's like this is their grand final and they just get they just jacked. They're yep. tanned. They're fit mm-hmm. as fuck and they just walk up and down the beach and I'm like this is what it's about. Well, it's what it's it's 9 10 well, probably 9 months of hard yakka. Yep. For one reason, for one point, for one moment, or for one season. Tom. For one season. 3 I, months of just absolute and and I mean like they La Nina's been fucking ruining it for him. Well, it's been – yeah. They look at La Nina and go, are you fucking taking the piss? I haven't eaten a carb in nine months. I've been calorie counting for the last year and a half. Have you seen my usher muscles? They're fucked. I have, <laughs> look at this landing strip I've got, bro. Are you like, kidding me Follow right me now? down. Yeah, follow me. <laughs> follow me down. Follow. That's what it is, essentially. Yeah. It's the male landing strip. You yeah. look down, you're like, okay. All right. But then that's also the same as like chicks with just banging hot bods. They just, they're walking around. They're walking up and down the beach going, like I saw this couple walking and they were hot as well as their bodies being hot. And I was like, you guys must just be walking down this beach going, we might very well be the two hottest people here. Like they must think that at some point when you get to that would have to. They would have to think it. I would also say this about about, uh, the bikinis that are on offer at the moment, Tom. They went from, uh, at least in my experience, in the circles I float in, mm. um, the Brazilian style whole ass cheek out was taboo. It, I don't think more than four years ago. It, it was like it was a bit much. About four years ago, it was like Jesus. Like you know, she's got it all out and about. Mm. Now that's all you see, dude. If you can't see, if you haven't got both your cheeks yeah. out and you're female, then I don't know what you're doing at the beach. If you can't not basically see like a bleached asshole when someone's bending down to pick up their towel, and I mean accidentally, I don't mean you know. You you're just not can't help. It, you're not looking you're for not, it. No, you just they're everywhere you look. You can't help but see basically bare naked assholes. Such yeah. is 
the uh, I guess the the newfound uh, acceptance and obsession of the Brazilian. I got nothing wrong with it. No, I'm happy. I'm you know what, Eddie? You and I, I think one of the hallmarks of this podcast and us in general as men, we're not married to our beliefs. Happy to have my mind changed. <laughs> Four years yeah. ago, we might have been a bit like, oh, a bit much on the Brazilian. Now, yeah, I, th- I see it a little on. differently. But I, I just wonder, Tom, where to from here? Because I, th- I think it's fair to say, I think it's fair to say that if you were to chart a course over the last 50 years, more and more cloth has been removed. Yes. Now. So where do we go? Where do we go? Where to from here? Obviously, some girls a little more uh, – Friv- uh, not frivolous, no, that's not the right word, but like a bit more carefree than others. And they'll they'll take the top off from time to time, sure. I don't know if that's going to be commonplace or not. Perhaps it will. But I'm just sort of looking at it going, every year there's there's less and less cloth used. Like surely they notice that. Surely big bikini goes, mate, we've never used less cloth. But that's probably what they want because they're saving on cloth. They are saving on cloth. So the less cloth, cloth you use, the more cloth yep. you have. <laughs> Well, the, the less cloth they have to buy from the clothman, you yes. know what I mean? Or they might still be buying the same amount, but it's just that like what they're stock selling. Oh, well, they're selling more. They're well, selling a, more. You know, growing populations, Tom. Exactly. It's a business move. Let's make these things less and less. Like maybe we've got too much cloth in our T-shirts and our hats. Maybe, maybe we just start doing visors. <laughs> and then use that selling same them cloth at the same price as a hat. Maybe even so more because maybe it's, even because more. it's a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit different. Look, you could get a hat for thirty, but you could get this visor for forty. Forty five. Little they know plus that, postage. You know, little they know that the, the visor was half price for us, half the fucking amount of cotton. The, exactly. They're basically just elastic with a brim. With a brim, it's an elasticized brim, and that's why I'm thinking like Brazilian. They sell the like, oh, it's Brazilian, but what you're getting is like one tenth of the cloth. <laughs> Like, comfortably one ten. Comfortably, like you basically can see everything. You know what? You basically can. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, you're basically nude on the beach. Yeah, I think sometimes you're rolling the dice. Surely, in terms like, surely of like women what? think that where they like, just go like you know at any one point out. like some could f- slip out comfortably slip for out. a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like coming out of the water, bang, slip. Like it surely you don't see as many slips as you might think. You mean like a, a lip or a nip? <laughs> like a lip or a nip. I don't think you see as many as you might think. No, you don't. And that's credit to Given how little cloth is on offer, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just making an observation. As a bloke who gets in and out of the water, who spends some time on the beach, I don't see that many slippages. No. Nips. And that, again, is obviously testament to the Brazilian itself and the, I guess, um, you know, modern sort of technologies yeah. in the bikini <laughs> game. Yeah. They stand up, and oh, congratulations, because they're, they're doing a stellar job. Yeah. Um, and how we got there. Do we ever? Do we no. ever? No. What did you make of our good friend Joey Lay Lewis' speech last night? Is that one of the greatest? I think it's probably – we were texting. I think it was probably the greatest post-match I've ever seen. Yeah. You said as much in the caption. It was a thing of beauty. Um, the whole it, the whole thing, his missus, the whole thing, his, his missus, missus coming in, there, kissing like, him, and then. But the the thing that I don't, I think a lot of people missed, or didn't at least like one of the funniest parts of it for me of the whole thing was when his missus comes up and starts kissing him. 
in the middle of the ring. And then the, the host's like, oh, a bit of excitement. And then Joey feels the need to, like, let everyone know that it's he goes, that's my wife. Like, oh, thanks, Joey. Mm. Thanks, bro. Yeah. No, we get it. No, no, no. We, we understood that. It was more just she was excited about that. She came and kissed you in the middle of the interview. And then she goes and proceeds to start fucking flipping off Hopperwadi outside of the ring who, could you imagine Hopper and Joey getting after it? Oh, I'd love it. Hopper not getting any younger, so. Of not getting any younger fame. Yeah, that's right. Of has had a fair few biffs where he's got laid the fuck out fame. But, yeah, I mean, but he's also like of, of 50 plus fame. Yeah, bro, comfortably. When was he playing, the 90s? Uh, 90s and then early 2000s. He definitely played in the 2000s. How old John Hobbawati? Let's just let me consult. I think we need to consult. Get that up. I don't think we can. We can't go any further in the podcast. I refuse. I refuse. Um, but like Joey V Hopper would be. He's forty-seven. He's forty-seven. Forty-seven. I think on the undercard to Sonny Bill Gallon. There, bang. Thanks for coming. Yeah, but if Gal, I feel like Hopper's. I mean, I feel like um, what's his face? Sonny's dogging it. Yeah, but then he came out the other day and he said that he wanted to fight. He wants to fight for two years. Yeah, he wants but to come back and fight eight times or something and bro, do Gal, all this and that. Gal said after the fight last night that next year they were offered f- some financier has offered them four million dollars each for two fights next year. Sonny's Narbra on it. That's a lot of money, bro. He was that sa- is a lot of money. He was saying it on the so obviously like. Um, you saw how Volkanovski was one of the, the panellists on the thing I last did. night? Yeah, yeah. So Gal's sitting next to Volkanovski and going, and he starts going, we were offered $4 million and then looks at Volkanovski and almost apologises because I would hazard a guess that Gallon is getting paid more than Volk does to fight. 100%. 100%. Which is insane. Volk could get 500 maybe. Probably. Yeah, I think you'd probably get something like that. And then pay per view shit, all. maybe. Like, I don't as think. Well, I don't think. I don't think they get pay per view blokes. Like, no, they I do. The, the champions get pay per view. That's part of like the deal. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah. If you're a headliner, they get yeah, pay per view okay. points. I think it's. I don't exactly know how it works, but they do get some. They do get pay per view if you're a champion. I, be, I, I bet you they get fuck all. Yeah, but gals sitting there going, "Yeah, I'm getting offered like I, I don't know if it was four million dollars a fight or four million dollars for two. Let's say it's four million dollars a fight. He's going to get eight mil. That'll be more than fucking Volk's career earnings. And Volkanovski is a legitimate world champion. But that just is what it is, right? It's the name of the game. That's why Jake Paul's fucking rolling in it. Well, Jake Paul offered, to put it into context, Jake Paul offered Masvidal $5 million plus pay-per-view. Yeah. So like $4 million, even for two fights, is not worlds away from that. And it's in Australia. And it's Australian boxing. Whereas like Jake Paul has legitimate worldwide appeal. Not like, I mean, Sonny does to some degree, but it would be pretty localised. It'd be Australia and New Zealand. So $4 million is outrageous money. Outrageous money. Outrageous money. But again, bro, it was would all, sell. It'd fucking sell its dick Dude, off. it'd sell its dick off. We've, told, we've talked about this for years. It would sell the fuck out of itself. It would be our number one pay-per-view in Australia. I'm comfortable with that. Yep. Confident of that, rather. Yep. Like, Chuck would get the shits, and it is what it is, Chuck. And, and we apologise to We apologise. Obviously, you have a, a, a place in all our hearts, but the time would be to move over. Oh, He'd be dethroned 100%. If it's about time you're dethroned, though. Like, the, those fights you were doing, we were still in high school. Time to break those records. I need something a bit more. 
I well, records are made to be broken, Tom. So are rules. So are rules. <laughs> rules and records. <laughs> rules and records made to be broken. So That's right. 100%. You know. 100%. Um, it was all class Gallon giving away his uh, fight night bonus. To, yeah, to Garside. And the, I uh, thought that it would have been disgraceful if he hadn't. Well, but he's – the thing about Gal, which some people may not notice, is he's like a legitimate boxing fan. He loves Australian boxing. Yeah. Like loves the sport, like is, you know. Investing. Doing his in best it. to try and grow it, you know, investing in his time and shit in it. And he made a great point last night when he was like, mate, all these fucking people who nabra rugby league boxing nights and shit and they want to be purists, where the fuck were you the night before? Exactly. No one tunes in. People talk shit, and it, mm-hmm. it gives me the shit. So I'm like, bro, just be honest. Yeah. You didn't watch those other boxing fights. You're not a fucking boxing purist. Yeah, you've listened to one podcast. There's a Teddy Atlas going on and on. You think you're a fucking professional. Yeah. Like, or you shut do some up, training. Man. Like, you know, you, you like to like, hit mitts. Mate, it, it, fighting is very simple. It's all narrative, mate, if you haven't realized. Sport's the same. If you can't sell the narrative, no one gives a shit. That's why the A-League's in the toilet, because all the big names are left and no one cares. Mm-hmm. Selling a story, bro. Selling a story. But shout out to Gal. Shout out to Gal. He, I mean, Darcy, Darcy did his best. I had a bit of money on a few outcomes, none of which eventuated, which was fantastic. Um, yeah, I had one. I had round one and two knockout, and obviously. I had Gal round one knockout, Darcy to win by knockout. Again, neither one happened. Darcy can throw though. Well, he can throw like a like a plumber can throw. That's what I mean. Yeah, he can throw like a plumber. He can he's throw. Not a boxer. No, he's not a boxer. He's a. He can throw. Yeah, he's a plumber who can throw. Uh, exactly. And he's got a plumber's gas tank. He does. He In does. fairness to him, he only had four weeks, but like, still, he was he was like he wasn't. It didn't look like he was collapsing in the ring from, uh, like head trauma. It looked like a man who had blown. All the energy. Yeah, I've Punched got four minutes. Out. I've got four minutes, and then the, the last two, I'm going to hang on for dear life. The again, I see why they had to. When you see the state of Darcy after two rounds, <laughs> you can see why they had three two minute rounds. But I will say that that was pretty fucking hard to swallow as like a main event. Well. $60 is where I have umbrage, yeah. Tom, because I think that that is a fucking disgrace <laughs> to to sell a $60 pay-per-view fight. Like we're talking about Mayweather-McGregor was for 60 bucks yeah. for context. Yes. Like Tyson Fury fucking um, old mate. Wilder. Wilder, 50 bucks, 60 bucks, maybe even $50. Yeah. Like – to have a rugby league fight night and charge it out at sixty bucks is outrageous. Yeah, I know it's about making money, but listen, don't you think don't you think it'd be more palatable to the punter and the dribbler if you go, this is what it is. This is a rugby league fight night where people throw, they're not gonna make it last past like three rounds, most of them. How does thirty bucks sound? Yeah. You go, oh, yeah, right. That sounds all right. Do you Co- know what I mean? Cost of a summer tan hat. Yeah. Thirty bucks. Yeah, so, okay. Like, and again, you know, we big fans of Georgie Rose and the Rose brothers and what they're doing for boxing in Australia. Like, you know, it's interesting, right? They put on good cards. They put on fun cards. 60 bucks is a hard, like, especially if you're like, 
a lot of people would be like, I'm not spending that amount of money. I can't afford to 60 spend. bucks is a lot of money to people, bro. Yes. Like For it a, is. And, and those fights, the referees, dude, a couple of those <laughs> referees were fucking disgraceful. Firstly, the one where Harry Garside... The stoppage. The stoppage there where the guy has literally, he's just, he was getting hit, but like he wasn't wobbled by any means. He was just copping some punches, gets up, comes up and then throws one back. And then the guy comes in and stops it. You're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm pretty sure he was the same ref who was allowing Joey Lussick or Freddie Lussick or Darcy's brother to get the shit punched out of him by Tyron May's brother. This was a battle of the younger brothers. Mm. Tyron May's brother hit him with like 20... I think Lusick absorbed 89 head strikes, significant head strikes in the first three rounds, or maybe it was a three-round fight, or or maybe it was in the fight. And then the maths was, whatever the maths was based on the minutes and all that, but it was like he was getting like... um, He was getting a major head... He was getting like a major strike to his head every six seconds. And Jeff Fennick's like, yo, like, I don't think we needed that fight to go on. Like, these guys are footy players. They're in here having a bang. It's a bit of fun. He just got the shit punched out of him for four rounds. That didn't need to happen. Like, that could have been no. stopped. Yeah. And so he's he, someone's had a word with him backstage, and then he's had a recorrect. And oh, then the refs, exactly. The refs overcorrected on one of the only professional fights on the whole fucking card. And gone like, nah, nah, nah. It's like, dude, you should have had this sort of caution when it was a regular Yeah, flip it. Flip it around. Yeah, you got it all mixed up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your fights mixed up, mate. You got your fights mixed up. But rugby league, mate, and boxing, like, it's it's a circus. It is. What about that big – did you see that big bikey-looking motherfucker? Yeah, Godly Strong. Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Yeah, he's he's a fun watch. He is. We should be following him on the Hello Sport account, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, he's a jack of all trades. Like he's a deadlifter, he's a power lifter. He's, I think, Muay Thai potentially or kickboxing. I think he's had some MMA fights. He, he's go. a boxer. Like he's all that. Alex Simon, godly Alex strong. Simon, yeah, fuck, yeah, he's he's, big. A, he's a big boy. I think he's like deadlifted three hundred kilos off the top of the dome. Australia's I followed him. I followed him on the personal for a while. Okay, so you've known about him for a while. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I saw him tripping him over, I wasn't surprised. I was no. like, okay, this bloke's forgotten where he is. He's forgotten where he is. But not only that, because I don't think that he was even – it wasn't – they were saying that the fight wasn't uh, – he wasn't disqualified for the trip. It was the fact that he punched him while he was on the ground. Yeah, that's what I – well, that's what I, That's why he clearly forgot where he was. Yeah. Because you could excuse the trip, but it's him flipping him over and then going for the – The ground and pound. Ground and pound, yeah, yeah. I yeah. started filming. I was like, as soon as that got disqualified, I was like, this guy. Now, listen, just I admit, judging a book by its cover, but this young gentleman looks like he could punch a referee out of anger, and I need to make sure that I'm filming it just in case. You watch him like confronting that ref after the fight and like talking to him, and the look in his eye, I'm like, could you imagine? Imagine he cracks the. Could ref. you imagine if? Oh, that would have been the cherry on top of a rugby league fight night. Yeah, a, perf- a perfect so rugby a league ref fight getting night. laid out. Oh my god! 
Like, obviously, you wouldn't want that for the ref, but it would have been perfection. No, but you also sort of do for the narrative <laughs> and for the yarn. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to put narrative and yarn first. Above, per- and the above people's perf- personal safety. Yeah. And refs know that. Refs know that. We're all slaves to dribble and yarn. It's Don't for the greater good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That would have been terrific. <laughs> good eyes up footy from you to, to get the whip the phone. Well, out. mate, I was sitting there on the couch, you know, a vegan fucking... Cook a or two. Sat or there. Or two. Well, oh, yeah. You let no, the hair down last night. No, no, no. I, to be completely frank with the audience, I'm out of vegan cookies, and I'm now on to vegan gummies. So it's a different, it's a different ball game. So you, you're trying to sort of. It's like going from the, the what is it, the metric system to whatever the fuck the Yanks use. Imperial. So you don't exactly know what you're doing. You know, I'm yeah, used yeah, to this, yeah, I and now I'm feel. on this, and it's like you got to have a little bit, a little pinch here. Okay, can we add a little bit more spice on there? We're good to go. Listen, I think that anyone watching any of the videos I put up last night could probably have deduced as much. Yeah, it did, didn't take a rocket scientist. No, no, it no. didn't. It's usually when you I, were. It's usually when I get into my work. You know. Yeah, you 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 were into your work. I think I think the punter and the dribbler saw a relaxed man enjoying his break with his feet up, feet up, gummies yeah, and tequilas. Gummies and tequilas, dude. He might have been pumping gummies and tequilas into the ground, having a good, having a good time. Yeah. I respect you for you it. You got man. a problem with that, then you got a problem with me because gummies and tequilas go together delightfully. Yeah, it's silly season, bro. And yeah. that's your silly season. Exactly. This is my exactly. This is my version of you being in Byron in a couple of weeks, just ripping. Let into a man him. be silly. Let can, a man be silly. Can I not have a couple of gummies on the couch and while I pump, pump? Tequila and sodas. You won't. You won't. There'll be no problems coming from me, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Are you Are you loving your tequilas, dude? That's it's. I love it. It's a great drink, isn't it? It's just great drink. It's they taste nicer than like a vodka soda, which has also got a little bit of the connotation of like, oh, trying to trying to keep healthy, eh, bro? Like it's actually more just like incredibly refreshing, and also it's a it's a better pierced. It's a better pierced. It's a better pierced. <laughs> It's a better pierced. That and whiskey, great pierced. Yeah. And great I haven't had pierced. whiskey for a minute, but the spirit's life seems to be one where you're able to, I don't know, I just feel like it keeps you, it's lighter. It's lighter. Keeps you young? Well, I think a younger me, I remember when I used to like pound long necks of like coopers <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is. Couple of Coopers Reds, mate. Couple, couple of Coopers, Coopers Reds long necks. And you're like, yeah. Not only does that get you, like it would knock you for six, but like just the sheer like amount of liquid. Yeah, it's like, a lot of, and it's a sedimenty, heavy fucking beer. I'm like I can mate, barely drink anything. I've I've always found that surprising, to be honest. That you can sit down and pound, you know, ten schooners at the pub. Like if you had to sit down and drink ten schooners of water, you'd be all at sea. Mm. We wouldn't be able to do it. It wouldn't no. be possible. I don't see how it's possible. It doesn't make any sense to me that your body's like, oh, it's beer. That play You're on, mate. Good. Just keep pouring it in. Not a problem. See, that's the thing now that I struggle with. I struggle with being able to drink shitloads of beer now. Obviously, if I drink beer, you know this, it's a bloke. But yeah. I can't pound away on beers like I used to. It's just changed. Yeah. It's the uh, is, is it know. also potentially like one of those things where like you can afford to have a couple of bottles of spirits laying around and 
it's just it. better going. Because it's at some point in the night, you've always had to change. Like you can't. Yeah. I've and I respect people that do. They can sit on beers all night long. I respect you for it, but fucked if I can. Yeah. Fucked if I've no, ever been right. able to. No, you do need to at some point pivot. I used to always go to rum, and then I'm like, yeah. There's other options now. Yeah. There's other options. Well, we've got me. mature palates now, Eddie. We do. Our, our, our palates have matured. Tom. Our palates have, have almost matured. graduated high school. It's not refined yet, my palate, but it's certainly matured. Now, Tom, I wanted to bring something up with you. You know how you and I have been saying for years that Joe Root, not a leader of man. Yeah. Why did it take everyone so long to cotton on, do you think? It's what? like we've been screaming this from the rooftops, from the rafters. Joe Root, not a leader of man. He's a boy. Mm. A weak you've English got a, boy. You've got a weak English private school boy in charge of the whole setup. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make one iota of sense. No. Then that post-match press conference the other day, the interview, when he was saying that he was basically powerless. Well, but he blamed the fucking bowlers. Yeah, he I goes, know, because he, because they, he they wouldn't bowl the right lengths. And you're like, dude, that's your job to tell him what to do. But also, like, none of your batters did shit either. But, mate, how do you not see that? That you saying that your bowlers wouldn't bowl the right length is not a good reflection on you. Ricky Ponting said he almost fell off his chair when he heard him say it. Well, of course, because Ricky's an alpha. Ricky knows how to get the best out of men. Could you imagine standing Ricky Ponting next to Joe Root, just like just eyeing them off? Yeah. Like have a look, th- have a look at those two next to each other. He would fucking gobble up and chew and spit out Joe Root. Well, listen, I know it's not what it's about, but not only would he chew him up and spit him out, but he'd bash him if he had to. Could you imagine them in a blue? Mate, Ricky would bash Oh, my him. God, bro. 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Comfortably. He would kill Joe Root. Yeah. He'd kill him. Forearm be all face, over. Just fucking yeah. suffocate him with arm hair. Did Dave Warner punch Joe Root? Yeah, he did punch Joe Root. And that's one of those things I think that we need to, certainly when we do our forgiveness metric, Hello Sport University, uh, you know, uh, I guess classes. 2022. Uh, yes, 2022. I think that needs to be factored into Dave's forgiveness metric because obviously he did err quite massively with sandpaper, but he did punch Joe Root in the face, which I think we forget. What does that count for? It doesn't count for nothing. It's got to count for something, Eddie. Counts for something. He's got it. Especially in my books. He punched Joe Root in the face in England on a night out. uh, Assuming because he was being a lippy prick. Well, I I think that... David says that he was wearing a fake beard that Joe was making fun of Hashem Amla and Dave didn't Dave wouldn't stand for that. So Dave was actually defending the honor of a man from another country. He wasn't even it wasn't even about Dave. He just thought this isn't on. I've seen something I don't like. I'm going to punch Joe. Hashem also happens to be one of the great fucking batsmen of all time. Hashem was a fantastic fantastic You couldn't rat, you, apparently he was like one of the only players you couldn't sledge. Because it just, just didn't like, rattle him. Just ice cold. Which could mean that Dave maybe didn't need to punch Joe, but I, that's not what it's about. It's about. It it's it's about not about that. It's not about that. It's about principle. It's about honour. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. So that will be factored into the Hello Sport University classes next year, Tom, 100%. Yeah, it has to. But it is interesting uh, to see Joe now, and I think then Broad's like turned, like a few of the, I think there's some infighting. 
This English team are fucking just the biggest bunch of losers, I think, to ever step foot on this fucking continent. Mate, there's people saying that it's the worst English side of all time. Mm. There's people saying that. English people saying that. Yeah. They're going to lose 5 0, I can promise you that. Yeah, it, it, look, unless La Nina rears a ugly, ugly head, God she awful, may. ugly head. Look, she may, but the thing about it is, Tom, we can get it done in three days. We don't we need five. No, we don't. It's a good point. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. Like, apparently, it's a seam as paradise, this, this Melbourne pitch. It They're giving be. a lot of raps to the, uh, the curator who finally fucking pulled his finger out and got the job done. Like, they, they could go cheaply. Like, if they bat on Boxing Day, mate, 90, 95, all out. Yeah. Look, you'd be, you love when shit like this happens and like things go from bad to worse. I love seeing it. I love it. It reminds me of when, um, the, that other English side that they all retired halfway through. Exactly, the 2013 14. And they were all like, fuck it, we're going home. Like, this is too yeah. hectic. I'm out. Like, I'm Jack out. Leach is it? He's a, He's a chance of retirement. Jack's a chance of retirement or at least heading home. Your Broads and your Andersons of the world, like, I mean, they don't seem like they've got quit in them. I respect them. Sorry if you can hear my cat, uh, Louie of Killing Native Animals fame. Uh, he's just at the door being an annoying motherfucker. But, like, I don't know if Broad, if I was to pick out of Broad or Anderson to go home early, I'd pick Broad. I'd pick Broad to quit. You reckon he's got quit in him? I reckon he could have quit in him. Can you hear that cat? No. Cat I actually quit. think Anderson's got quit in him. Maybe they both do. Maybe I'm being too generous. Maybe they're a bunch of quitters. Maybe they the first two to go. Maybe they refuse to play the first test. Have we considered that? So so, so it may not have even been a resting situation. They Who, he might have been like, I'm not playing. Fuck that. I want to go like, on. We're not going to win. I'm not, we're not going to win. I don't want that L on my, on my sheet. I don't want to be like, I'm here, but I'm not here here. You know what they're I mean? They're a silent like, letter. Yeah, I'm a silent letter. On this tour, I'm a silent letter. I'll come out and I'll bowl a few overs here and there. I won't buy the length you want. I'll buy I'll buy my length. I'll buy my length. And and yeah. if you start questioning that, then Yeah, then I'm probably just gonna go home. Yeah, so, or I'm gonna start leaking information to the press, infighting, Joe Root's a weak English boy. Then what? Like, think about it though. If you're at the end of your career, like Broad and Anderson certainly is, he's fucking 40, I think. You'd be saying to yourself, I've done it all. I've been to Australia and won. I don't know if Broad has, but Anderson has. Like, why do I want to go down to Australia, get pumped 5-0, go out on like a crushing low? Yeah, just go out on my knees. This would be the worst place to come to Australia when they never win and just get absolutely pumped into the ground under the hot Australian sun where you get berated by punters and dribblers in the crowd about 50 schooners. Mm. It'd be awful. It'd be the worst way to spend your summer. The worst possible way. And then with these increased lockies that they're probably going to have to get now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck mate, even what, like, enjoying the sights and sounds and smells, bruh. Nah. Sydney's going to be your- like, mate, Sydney will be a full-on. It'll be like last when the Yeah, Indians I hope it's not, bro, because I really want to go and just rip No, it no, no. Me. We won't, but they will. Oh, yeah. They'll yeah. be under like. Keep the fucking hey. players locked down. They'll shit, be under man. lock and key. Yeah. They'll be under lock But allow me to roll in and yip and yahoo and drink full strength schooners and fucking yip and yahoo. Yip and yahoo. That's what I need. That's what daddy needs to kick off the year right and then then it's back to just the grindstone. Here you go, Sydney test, rip and tear. Let your hair down. Let your hair down. And then as soon as it's over, 
bang, 2022 starts in February. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, once it's over, you go, okay, sweet. I've still got three weeks. But, like, you know, <laughs> we're, getting, we're, getting, it's like- we're getting closer to February. Yeah. We're, like, another five days closer. Yeah, yeah. So you're, I- not, you're not wrong. I've still got a am little I, bit of time. Am I now five days closer to February? Yes, I am. Yeah. So I am getting close to going back to, the to year work. starting. But it doesn't start till February. Know that. I mean, do, well, we, do we do we kind of should January technically still be twenty twenty one for us? For us, yes, yes, I think so. I think that the Hello Sport calendar starts February one. Yeah, <laughs> loops round. That's our year. That's it's our like year. financial year, but the year of dribbling yarn starts <laughs> in February. <laughs> the dribbler calendar. The dribbler calendar. It doesn't yeah, start yeah. till Feb. No, it starts in Feb yeah. because know that we have January off. Yeah. Well, it's light duties. It's we don't light. quit. Well, also, we've got another test in, in January. We do. Fucking oath we do. Then we've got some one-dayers. Oh, but who called for that? Yeah. Who's been calling for that for a couple of summers? Yeah. Yours truly. We said a million times, why the fuck is there a test in November? It makes no sense whatsoever. Everyone in Australia has January off. Put a test in January. No one gives a shit about one-day cricket. And there you go. So should we really done. be having like a New Year's party on January 31st? Yes. That's our New Year's Eve. That's our New Year's Eve. <laughs> 31st of Jan is our New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like that. And then you come back in February when there's no sport on just so we can get a slow roll into March. You just want to ease in. You don't want to hit the ground running. To, you don't want to hit the ground running. No. I don't think that's our style. I think you need to warm into it. That gives us all of February, the uh, traditionally the slowest month of the year. Yeah. Although I think we've got some Winter Olympics this time, which – Sure. Is a good way to roll in. Well, it is. It's a perfect way to roll in. But you it's know like what I mean? What did you do last night? I watched curling. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I watched curling perfect. for six hours. Perfect. Um, perfect. Hashtag, where's Peng Shui? But. <laughs> <laughs> she got again. Well, no. Now she's come out and said, I never made any accusations. Yes, she did, Peng. Yeah. And listen, yes, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it about it. I, I feel for Peng Shui. No, 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 no. But it's like I don't think we can. I'm not. Well, I'm not sitting here pretending like Peng Shui's got anything to do with this. Like, it's not no. her. She's not in the wrong. No, she's not. She's just got a you know bolt action rifle to the temple that she's writing this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically, potentially. Maybe literally. Maybe metaphorically. Maybe both. But we'll let you decide, punters. And yeah, exactly. But yeah, February is probably a nice way for us to roll in and just sort of stretch the legs, because January is twenty twenty one technically. Like that's still fucking. Well, I'm a. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm like I'm not even in the city till no, the No, exactly. And I'm you know, gonna be nuts up to my nuts in fucking Test cricket. Yeah. Tequila. Yeah. Gummies. Gummies. Like what else? At Al. At Al. At Al. At Al. At Al. Um. New Year's. All right, there we go. It's set. January 31st. I hope that helps. hope that helps you. Oh, fucking Harry Garside being a plumber. We forgot about that. A ballet dancing plumber. Sounds like an interesting cat. Of course he's a plumber. Does that surprise you at all? I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he's a plumber, but it's sort of – a ballet dancing plumber does. Like, what? talk about a new spin on an old classic. Well, didn't Lomachenko, didn't his old man make him dancing when he was younger so he could be so light on his feet? Yeah. And he was a pleasure to watch. He was a The great Roger Federer, I don't know if he's got a dancing background, but he floats. He certainly floats like a dancer. He could dance. I don't know if he's got a dancing background, Tom, but he could dance if asked to, if if required to. to. Yeah, Yeah, if he wanted to. 
So I think Garside putting a bit of ballet into the repertoire, that's eyes up. Yeah, smart move. A very smart move. He moves well. He, he does. Sorry, that thunder is fucking going off. Is that thunder? Yeah, dude. Dude, midday thunder, that's nice for the soul. Oh, you loving that? It's been – it's a drizzly little bitch in Sydney right now. Is it pouring? Not right now. It, it has been. It's just drizzling. But the thunder certainly coming into its own, getting into its work – you know, letting it, letting you know that it's here to be heard, mm. um, but loud. I couldn't be mm. fucked to close the windows. I don't think it would have made too much of a difference, to be honest, in this uh, little office of mine. Do you like the artwork behind me? Very nice, man. Yep. That's a Steph, Steph special. Steph do that? Yeah, it's a Steph special there. Um, do you have any nasty words to say about this one? <laughs> what did I say about her one? What was that? <laughs> She said, do you like it? You're like, nah. Oh, that's right. Fuck, that was bad. I don't know if I've told that story on here a while ago, but Steph doesn't mind sort of, you know, getting a canvas and just whipping up some painting and shit. And if you're watching the YouTube, if this becomes a YouTube, it may not because we aren't 100% sure on the technical side of things here. But behind me is a painting of some flowers. Lovely. They're nice. Before she went on the flower rant, though, it was just like she'd just paint like colors. Like it'd be all blue and like you'd be like, oh, maybe it's waves or fucking maybe it's or it's all red and like orangey shit. And I think I was with you and Streety or something. Yeah, you were, yeah. And she kept sending me these fucking photos being like, what do you think? But we just moved house and we had been speaking about like getting like a print or something for the living room. So I'm like, ah. So she sends me a photo of this painting and it's like, what do you reckon? And I'm like... I mean, I was like, I don't know. It's just blue. She was like, <laughs> oh. And she's like, stand, she sends me a photo of her standing next to it smiling. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. It's just kind of blue. Like, it's nothing special. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I think I spoke to her later that day and I was like, anyway, and she was a bit off. I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, well, fuck, you're a bit bloody rude before about my painting. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love it. It's great. <laughs> like, what do you say after that? You can't say anything. You you've can't. already said you've already, you've been caught in a candid moment where you've told the truth, <laughs> your truth, and it's you know it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. But like, because you, you probably thought you were buying it. You're like, yeah. That's what it is, though, right? If it's you doing it, I love that. It's a beautiful expression of your sort of artistic yeah. flair. Yes. Would I buy it? No. Would I buy no, it? No, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy no, it. I wouldn't buy it. I'd proudly hang it up if it's yours. Yeah, Beautiful. like I hang my artwork, my kids' artwork on the fridge, you know? Evie's got art all over the fridge. Buy hers? No. No, I'd never buy it. But that doesn't matter. They are different things. They are. Hanging artworks for love versus buying them, completely different things. Completely different. I'm not in a – I'm not in the – buying art stratosphere you know what i mean like it's not really i like it and i'm sure like it'd be nice one day to be able to be like oh yeah fuck i'm gonna buy this expensive fucking art but i'm like because they're investments if they're like good or if you get onto an artist before they're like massive yeah but i'm like ooh, am i spending that sort of money how, how much time does one need to dedicate to become an artsy type to become not an aficionado. I'm not saying that, mm. but to have, to be able to pick up on certain things and go, that's a viable, that's a viable, that's a viable. Like, 
do people can people get to that level? I think there are people. I think you can get there. You'd, do you know what I'm trying to say? Or yeah. Is it all just complete bullshit? And you buy something because people just all agree that it's good. No, I think you. I think you. It's more like you can connect with people in the know. As like, I think that's sort of a lot of it. Where it's like art dealers and shit. These people. And I'm obviously not talking things. about Monet's and shit punters and dribblers. I'm no. talking like talking levels about, below that. Yeah, people who are like. Like a friend of ours who's an artist, she's fucking killing it. She's amazing. But there was like a time when she wasn't, I assume. I've We only really knew her when she was killing it. But like at some point, her art would have been fucking not very expensive. And now all of her shit is like in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yes, exactly. What changes? What changes? So that's why I think like if you can get in with the people who know, then it's like, oi, but how do they know? That's what I'm trying to say. Like I sound no, like I a know. dead shit when I'm asking these questions. I I understand that, well, and I'm probably ru- yeah, and I'm probably upsetting some people. Ed, listen, I'm I'm looking at you, but yeah. that's it. Just shows where I'm at. I'm I'm a beginner level. Yeah. I wouldn't say they have an eye at all. I I look at some things and I say I like the look of that. Mm. I'm, I'm sure Ella would often disagree with me, and she yep. goes, "Well, you don't have an eye. You're an idiot. You're a dead shit." You're a dead I go, shit. Okay, fair enough. No, nope, sure, but. What I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is, is that something you do when you're retired and you're like, you just got time to kill? Or is it a, you go out, is it a thing when you're like cashed up and it's like, I don't know. Or is it more cashed up like, when you're like, you just got money and you just go into galleries and you go, bro, you run me through it. Yeah. You tell me what I like. And then at the end, there's money in it for you. Yeah. But I, I, need, I need to be upskilled here. You need to let me know what I'm getting and you need to let me know why it's good. And then I. So like, I can tell people when they look at it. And I, I go, need, well, this is give, what it give is. Give me the elevator pitch. Yeah. What what fucking what technique are we using here? Is this watercolors? We got Faber Castles. Is this yeah. a Derwent pen situation? Is this, that is this a Derwent or is this a Faber? Yeah, I need to know. Or is I it need a to know water? right now. Or is it or is it just some of your water based paint? Now is this an oil? Or is it, is it an oil? Or based? is it an oil based? Do you like oil? What you, is oil a go? Is this been painted? Oil with hands, hard to get out of clothes. Hands, fingers, brushes. Oil impossible to get out of clothes, Eddie. Oil based paints, punters and dribblers. You can say good night. It's all over. And you're it's king of the wash. I'm king of the wash. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you get oil paint on clothing, you can you can go to bed. It's all over. Throw your shit out. You've got to start again. You will not get it out. You will not get it out. Water-based paints, Tom, a little more forgiving, yes. but still still rigorous, still, still hardy, mm. but they can be tamed. They can be tamed. Oil in general is a cunt. It is. It is. It, oil's disagreeable. Yeah. You need you need to be like elite at your craft if you're going to get oil out of clothing, and I'm not. If you could, if they could come up with a with a spray that removes oil stains, it's all over. Yeah, you're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Steph's mum, phenomenal. She's tier one in yep. terms of like washing clothes and shit. And I'd put you in a tier one as well. Without having seen your work, I trust you. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Tier one. Gets oil out of shit. Steph's mum has got oil out of clothes for me before. I, as soon as I stain something, call out to Steph. And I'm like, quick. I'm like a kid who needs their ass wiped. What, so like you're enjoying a meal and you drop food on yourself? I'm like, if I don't get onto this thing right now, it's going to set in. It's past a stain on a white t-shirt. Or I'm doing the dishes and I flick grime on or whatever. I need to get this thing sorted right now. Steph, what do I do? Come help. It's an emergency. 
she comes in, spray some shit, fucking chuck it in, you know. You know it's done. I know what she does. I don't trust myself. I'd prefer to outsource that sort of shit. Yeah, it's like me with cooking. I can I see I see how it's done. Mm. I, I have I have eyes on it. Yeah. I'm aware of it. But if I was thrown in the deep end, okay, Edwards, now your turn to come like you go and find all the ingredients, you put it together. I'm a little less Even with your cornflake cookie background? Well, I I stick to my what I know. Yeah, right. I know very few recipes. I know them inside out. Yeah, okay. And I'm elite at my craft when it comes to them. Yeah. So but you're not trying to be whole, a you're a you're not a jack of all trades, master of none. You're a master a of a few trades. No, I master my trade. Yeah. I've mastered dribble and yarn. I've mastered cornflake cookies. I'm not a jack of all trades type operator because I think that's where you get found out. Yeah. You're trying to be too many things for too many people. You're trying to wear too many hats, Tom. Yeah. Have you heard that saying? I have. Yeah, I have. So yeah. you don't cook anything then, really, outside of your cornflake cookies. I help cook. Sure, but you aren't like, oh, I'll make the spag bowl. No. Interesting. I can, but I You prefer not to. Well, I'm such an elite cleaner. I just like, again, stick to what you're good at. See, I'm with you there as well. I'm not a good cook. I'm not. I can make a good bolognese. Okay, out of of the two of us, El, out of the two of us, who's better better at cooking? Yeah. And who's better better at at cleaning? You're better at cooking. I happen to be better at cleaning. As soon as you're finished making the meal, oh, it's all done. Yeah. Everything's done. Yeah. There's nothing else to clean up because I've done it because I'm fucking pounding the the sink into an oblivion right now. The, the so, universe has put two people together perfectly exactly matched. Right. Exactly. One who cooks really well, one who can clean the fucking yeah. dick You off. need me to do some ironing? Not a problem. I'll iron. Do you need me to clean? Bang. Get me on the vacuum cleaner? Not a problem. Mm. Do you want me to, to, to man the washing machine? Sure can. Can I get stains out? Yes. But so is it such a big deal that you cook for me? Is that the worst thing in the world? Because the meal's going to be better. It's going to be tastier for all of us, for all of us to enjoy. Yep. I'll cut onions if I have to. I'll man the onions. I actually am not really even that good at cleaning. I like cleaning dishes. Like, as in, I can do the kitchen really well and I can vacuum and mop. Like, I've got those things. So what is it that you do? Well, I do dishes. Yep. And where, I, do you, where, do you, where do you apply value? Dishes, dish cleaning, right? It's like I'm a, I'm a kitchen cleaner. I can vacuum and mop. I do that. And then that's sort of it. Like I can lift shit if needed. I'm a brawn, I'm a brawn guy. You're brawn? You're yeah. a brawn? Brawn. All right, you need me to read something? Or like a height guy. Oh, yeah, I can get that. Yep. Height and brawn. Height and brawn with a little but, bit of cleaning. And maybe what, some handyman skills? Well, I did saw the base of the tree, the Christmas tree, but I forgot to water it, so it started dying. I didn't think you needed to water a fucking Christmas tree. Why do you think you saw the bottom of it, mate? Do you know why you saw the bottom of it? Why? Why did you think you did? I was getting rid of a branch. <laughs> when you bring the Christmas tree home, yeah, you cut the bottom off it because the wax seals the base. So you cut it off, it's fresh, bang, into the thing. The tree oh, no, no, no. Up. I didn't cut the bottom off the so tree. Water on. No, no, no. Oh, no, you no, didn't no, do no, that. No, no. They, they just, they, we got that it delivered to our house, so I assume it was baseless already. But you're supposed to do it when you get home. If it's if it's gone a long trip, about 20 minutes, I reckon, and then the bottom seals up and no water is absorbed. Never, ever heard of that in my life. It's probably why it's not looking that good at the moment. I'm like, Christmas needs it, to it, hurry it up. Might be, it might be half the reason it's not looking good. They Christmas also need needs water. to get here quick. You know, no. how when you put, you know when you put flowers in water when you bring them home? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, same, same concept. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But growing up. I'm surprised Steph didn't pull you up on that. She did. She told me to do it. And I didn't do and you, it. And you just go, nah. No, well, I just, it. I forgot. She, she's, she's watered the tree now. The tree's watered. Right. But, I mean, this whole wax situation could be a new one. That, that could be a thing that we haven't considered. I don't remember growing up having to water the Christmas tree. Did you have a fake one? No, no, no. We always had the, the ridgy deer real fucking tree. Well, your mum was probably just pouring in water when you weren't looking. That's also possible. They can, you know, three, four, five days, depending on the depth of the thing it's in. They can go. They drink a bit, but they'll, you know, you don't have to fill it up every hour, Tom. I'm just glad that Christmas around the corner because this tree is dying. Yeah. And you, look, you don't want a dead crane Christmas. It's not a good omen. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not a good omen. It's not, especially not for Zoe's first Christmas, the first one that no. Evie's really sort of like conscious for. You don't want a dead thing, a dead, a dead thing in the corner of the room. Is she pumped though? Have you got uh, presents under the tree? Presents under there. Got all the lights. I've done all that. She says Merry Christmas all the time. It's very cute. We got Santa photos today. That was nice. Where are you going? We went to the Jungo. We got Santa photos the other day, actually. Yeah, which is cute. I'm like, the guys who do that are either obviously worst case scenario sickos, the Santa guys, but like. When you're seeing how much it was like lighting up the faces of the kids that were there, you're like, that's actually a pretty sick job, like a pretty sweet thing to do. Obviously, you'd hope they're getting paid. Spoiler alert, Santa's not real uh, if this is being played in a car with children. Sorry. (laughs) Well, those ones aren't. No. But also, like, if your kids are listening to this, there are bigger issues. Um (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah, I was like, that. What's a, that's a pretty nice thing to do, especially with Omicron fucking swinging its cock around town. And this is just this old guy sitting there, old as well, you know what I mean? Danger zone, COVID danger zone. They're mm. sitting there just having bloody people roll through nonstop. I, with someone with a little bit of experience in this world, Tom, I think I can speak, Yeah, you know, on the industry itself. <laughs> for, for, those, rec- for those that don't. Don't know or don't remember, Eddie was an Easter bunny for a period of yeah, time. I was an Easter bunny two years running, um, <laughs> so I'm experienced in this in this game. I was on 50 bucks an hour, but I was also a kid. I reckon as, a, as an old bloke. You weren't a seen, kid. You were fucking 20, but like. I was a kid in like. Compared Santa's to Santa's. Aren't kids. Yeah. Santa's aren't kids. No, do you know what I mean? They're yeah. usually older gentlemen, gen- yeah. generally speaking. I think they're on 100 an hour, those blokes. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. To be fair, and it maybe more. He was just sitting there. It's not a. It's not a hard gig. Well, no, you just got to weather a couple of shit kids and and ho, say a couple ho, of niceties, and that's of, it. You know. But COVID as well. It's like there's distances now. But see, you we were like the other day. We were sitting nowhere near the bloke. Oh, weren't you? I thought you were. I thought I saw that photo. I thought you guys were like on his lap. No, he was on the right of us. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the same with us. Yeah, he we was like look over and say good day to him. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's what I mean. It's that, easy as fuck right now. Apart well, from mate, COVID. it's it's the easiest it's the easiest it's ever been for Santa. It's the easiest it's ever been. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no lap stuff anymore. You just guess. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah. Sit down. I think Bang. that's all right. I'm I'm happy to leave the the sitting on the lap of a stranger behind. You reckon? I don't think it's essential. Clearly. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's essential. Do you, what? So you reckon that's left us? I'm saying sitting I don't. On Santa's lap is out. Do you think moving forward? I'm happy if we don't do it anymore. I don't think it's essential. I don't. No, think I, I don't think. I don't think we lose much. No, and maybe you know, just like the general sort of 
you weed out any of the potential for like, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't have a big problem with it. No. But yeah, Santa photos are good. They're good fun. It's nice. Put it up on the fridge. Wholesome shit. It's a bit of a different vibe though. Like we were in the city the other day, me and Els are doing our little Christmas sort of thing because I'm not with her this year. Went to the state in the city, very nice, went out for dinner. But like this, the place was dead as a doorknob. Like yeah. seriously fucking dead. Yep. No one around, no one anywhere. Apparently there's a train strike, which may have played a role, but like there was no one in the city. I think, it mate, there's no one anywhere. There's no one anywhere. Like I, I was in Bondi yesterday as well, similar thing. Just like no one in the stores, no one doing anything, which is obviously fucked. But there is an element where it's like where you go – this is, seems to be like a better option than lockdowns though, right? Where it's like, okay, people are choosing to – some people are choosing to go, fuck it, I'll go to the bar or the pub. Like if you're in the hospo game and shit like that, I feel sorry for them because there's like they've got to close down and there's no one coming in. But having – not having – like the, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the like solution is there for like people whose businesses are just getting completely fucking pounded into the earth. But in terms of, like, not being told, like, you can't go anywhere, I feel like that's a nice change. Yeah, mate, it's very nice. It's very nice. Don't tell me what to do anymore. No. I've done my bit. We've, we've like, just – we stopped with that now. People wear masks if you want to wear masks. If you don't want to wear masks, don't wear masks. It is what it is. It is what it is. But, yeah, it was real quiet, really quiet. And it was like – it. It, I will say this, Christmas I think loses a little bit of its charm when it's quiet. It's Definitely. not really the same bustly, hustly Dude, fucking – I feel like it's know. a bit dystopian. It's a bit – yeah, it's very dystopian. Because it's, it's like dystopian. they're playing – like that's what I was – Because all the music's playing as well. Exactly. And you're like, what it's the like fuck? a video game where like it's Whereas, like a, I Am Legend or whatever it is. Where there's music like no is there. usually sort of like a background hum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of mixed in with like – sound coming off people. Yeah. Whereas you're just walking down, like I was walking like Pitt Street and shit and there's like, it's lights and they're sort of playing music and you're like, but there's no one around. Yeah, there's no one here. Walking through Bono Junction and it's the same. It's like like jingle bells and shit and it's just like- Four days out from Christmas and there's like, I could could count people I saw on one hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was fucking weird. Yeah. David Jones usually pumping on all cylinders. There's about 12 people in there. So what do you reckon happens? Like everyone's like, oh, I don't want to miss Christmas. Is that sort of the main thing now? Because like they yeah, could yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's like, no, no, let no. me I just think, get to Christmas, then we're back I on. Think, I think what you're seeing, Tom, if I can speak for the masses. I'd like you to. Which we do at the moment anyway. Yeah. So I am well qualified. <laughs> yeah. Is that people are going, just get me to Christmas. Because I've got holidays booked. Yeah. I want to see my family and then I've got holidays booked and I don't want to fucking sit at home for 10 days. I need to just, just get me through to this period and then February, flug out of February. Yeah. It's on for young and old in February. I can promise you that. Because cunts just be like, I've got nothing on. Bang, get out, get into it. And then, you know, everyone will have it at once. It'll be nice, be cute. But that's also it, right? Like it's once everyone starts to, I mean, everyone is already getting it, but like, that like 30 of my sister's mates have it. Well, and, we've, a, and we've got a couple. We've got at least three. She had four. a wedding. She had a wedding. She, she was out of Sydney on like the last weekend before we came home. And I'm like, you would have had it 100%. And then you probably would have given it to me. And I would have been like, fuck you. So your sister doesn't have it though? No, she doesn't because she was away. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Had she been in Sydney, big trouble. Yeah. 
So literally yeah, like got a 30, few. 40 of them, mate. She's like, it's become, it's like comical now. Yeah. Well, she but was also, saying, she was like, saying, it was no so one, funny because like, like two weeks ago, one of their friends had it and they're like, everyone was texting going, oh, did you hear fucking so-and-so had COVID? Like, <laughs> yeah. yuck. Like, so taboo. Like, what are you doing? You freak. Yeah. Now everyone's got it. Well, it's that's like, the thing. It's like, it was, it's like a bit like, it was yuck. But now it's like it was yuck. It was definitely yuck. It, it was still like, is yuck because no one likes being sick. But it's kind of been no, made no, into no, this no, thing. No, but it's not like, in that way. Not in that way. No, it's now just like oh, okay. Yeah, of Whereas course. Before it was like bruh. yuck, dude. Get your life together. You got COVID. What the fuck? Yeah, but like when Michael got it, I'm like oh yuck. I did, but it was like I was also like I, you know, he got it just as everything was starting to rip and tear. Like when yeah, it was like, like that oh, day. yeah, exactly. But there was a moment like after that day had finished, I'm like, okay. But when the news came across our desk, I'm like, yuck. Yeah, yeah, yuck. Oh, shit. We gotta, we've got to get rid of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it seems like a matter of time. I think for us, like wigging out, like we got babies. Again, it doesn't seem to affect kids from what you hear. But it's still like, do you have to isolate? Like what do we do to Evie and Zoe just fend for themselves if we both get it? I was wondering whether you just send I send Steffi off with the babies to like the country or some shit. You know, a little getaway. I go over to Chapo's house or Michael's house and just go, all right, boys, cough in the mouth. Give it to me. Load me up. I then sit at home. I just pound fucking tequila and gummies for 10 days. Yeah. Beat this thing. Mm. I'm then antibodied up to my asshole. I then you leave the babies in the car. Steph comes home. You cough on her. I cough in her mouth and then yep. I'm in the car with the kids and I'm gone. Or I've already coughed into a bag when I was really high viral load. Yep. Cough that into a bag and just have that sitting yep. somewhere for her. Yeah, she yeah, comes seal in, that up. Yeah. Couple of lungfuls like, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're doing a nang. <laughs> <laughs> Fill a bunch of balloons around the house with COVID. <laughs> COVID nang. <laughs> All right, babe, just huff on a couple of those balloons. You'll be fucking... You'll be coughing you'll be in no sweet. time. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Mate, look, that's 20 days out of your life and then, you, and then you've, you're done and dusted. You're done, you've got it, and then you move on. And then you leave me alone. There could be something in that. It's, it, look, it's, it's, it's audacious. It's an audacious plan. Not crazy. Not as crazy as it sounds, though. No, it's not as crazy as it sounds. It's sort of like planning for it. Yeah. Instead of being caught off guard, because the thing about getting caught off guard is your your guard is down. Correct. You are off guard off and guard. you've been caught out. Whereas if you're on guard, you, you're, you're in a better to place to, to fend for yourself. It's like in the pregnancy business, Eddie, sometimes people book in for delivery. Yes. That's right. And sometimes, bang, water's broke. All right, we're on. Yeah, where are we? We're Guards on hike. down. We're in right. the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. My guard was down, and now my waters are broken. Now you could argue why was I hiking with my nine-month pregnant girlfriend, but be that as it may, we are here. We, we're four or five. This isn't the in time. The waters for that. are broken. This is not no, the time for those sort of we can, questions. We can argue about that later. We, we need to be solutions based right now, not yep. fucking. What are you doing in the middle of the bush with a yeah. nine-month pregnant miso? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter about what ifs. Doesn't it's, matter it, about what all ifs. that matters is that waters have broken, and I'm five k's from anywhere. Yeah, and I'm weak and feeble. Yeah, yeah. You so could argue I'm a beater, so yeah. I'm not going to be able to carry her. No. So, so what now? Plan, plan yeah. for it. Fill up That's balloons it. of COVID, and half them, and puff them, half them and puff them. I think it's probably a nice place to leave. 
I think so. I think to wrap it up for this week. Um, not bad, Tom. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Pretty good. to the punters and the dribblers. I guess the last time, next time we'll speak, we'll be into Boxing Day tests. Christmas yeah, will you have and happened. I, you, and I, you and I will be together on the 27th. And yep. then back to the Zoom, bro. Back to the Zoom. Um, Merry Christmas, punters and dribblers. Enjoy Merry the Christmas time off. If you are in lockdown, we've got a big back catalogue that you may not have listened to, and I think that's the best way to spend Christmas. That's how I'd spend it. Yep. If you're going somewhere like Big Drive, just pound the back catalogue. The There's back. gold in there. Yep. And you're not going to get through it. You're not going to get through it. No. Not I wonder how long you'd have to drive straight to get like just nonstop. I don't know. Perth and back. Unless Maybe. you go on a Perth and back. Someone can work that out it. for us. Yeah. Someone with but way it, too much time in their hands. Someone yeah, in lockdown. Yeah, way too, Someone who's got COVID. That's it. Um, Love you, punters, right, and punters and dribblers. Merry Christmas. Edward, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, bra. Could you two just not talk anymore?